What's up, Nana Nation and lovers of hockey? This is the rebranded, renamed, re-energized hockey edition, now known as Hockey Town. Um, yeah, I don't know. We've got Brian Smith on this, Aaron Chalupa in studio, and uh, we get into it. It's a fun one. This was recorded after our staff party, I think. Something along that line. It's awesome, though. I mean, nothing better than three passionate hockey fans talking shit about hockey. And um, hope everyone's having a great new year and all the other good stuff. And blah, blah, blah. Chitty chat. Chitty chitty bang bang. Who shot ya? Coming right at ya. Hippity dippity doo. This one's for you. This is the Not After 30 podcast. A podcast about reminiscing about your 20s while surviving your 30s. Now, it's time for the show. Alright, let's do this. Hockey Town. Cheers, boys. What's up, Nana Nation and lovers of NHL hockey? This is, I guess, our new slash old podcast. We're going to start calling it Hockey Town. I am joined by Milton's Finest, a.k.a. the Comedian Carnivore, a.k.a. Brian Smythe, a.k.a. Brian Smith. What's up, baby? Ah, oh, man. Just enjoying a good... Uh Cameron's Brewing Co. and Beer Red Ale. Oh. Yeah. And next to him, the man who needs no introduction but will get one anyways. The man with the blue steel eyes and the beard of a bear. I don't really have blue steel eyes. No. Um, even, 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 like, it's funny. One of my IDs in, the, in my past, I think it was my learners, said it had green. And then my next driver's license said blue. What are they? They, you know, they, this is the funny thing is that if I've told people they, eyes, they change color. It's I, I've, only I've, eye that can. I, I've told people that they change, and I've heard people like, no, they don't fucking change. So, uh, oh, by the way, yeah, it's it's Aaron Chalupa, the Chalupacabra here. Oh, what are they talking about? Hmm. Um, hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, 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 they're more green, but then in the summertime they get bluer. Because if you look at them in, in, like, really good light, there's kind of like a, almost like a brown yeah. that goes around the pupil. And I think that kind of like darkens them out and lights them up. Mm. So, yeah, they're, they're not steel blue. Like steel blue would be more like um, uh, Steve McQueen or Paul Newman or something mm. like that. But I do appreciate the man with blue and sometimes green eyes. The, mo- the, mood, the mood eyes. The mood steel. eyes. You see, I've forgotten if they're green or they're blue. <laughs> anyway, nobody knows what it's like. I really mean. Those are the sweetest styles oh, man, I've ever seen. Got, I've got a boner. <laughs> and you can tell. I've got a banana in a bag on a stool, but I have it also in my this pants. This is your song. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm going to be another BJ tonight at oh. the Brian Smite house. Oh, okay. But officially, before you jump into hockey, it, they're green. Green eyes are the only eyes that can actually appear gray or blue. Cool. Like, like Thank you for that. I that will can use actually that. change their from opinions. now on. I will yeah. tell people to shut the fuck up. Brian Smythe says so. Yeah, it's Brian Smith. I, I do apologize. Stupid fact, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love them. Uh, Maybe that was on Jeopardy. We should watch all Jeopardy all day tomorrow. Yeah, that's Just what we're Jeopardy gonna do. Yeah, on Netflix, ready to go. Oh, I know. Yeah. I, I can't believe it's on Netflix. That's so fucking. cool. That is kind of weird. Like I didn't think that would be a love show it, that man. I fucking watch it on Netflix. The Tournament of Champions. <laughs> is that what it is? I, yeah, I've, it's only the Tournament of Champions. I don't think it was. That's all right. The high school ones, I fucking own. Oh, yeah. This <laughs> is like, what? Fuck I don't want to be on table, kids. bitches. <laughs> I don't think I've actually ever watched a full episode of Jeopardy. Wow, that's sad. Yeah. I don't. 
maybe Wheel of Fortune once. Ugh. Family Feud a whole bunch. Fucking white trash. <laughs> white trash D Fran here. <laughs> Jesus. Classic Wheel of known Fortune. As, yeah. <laughs> the uh, poor man's Jeopardy, Wheel of Fortune. <clears throat> Who? Al Trebek and uh, who's the other guy? Kerbert. <laughs> what was it? Kerbert Zella? Jack. Pat Sajak. Pat Sajak. Good Paul. Pat he Sajak. actually used to be in Viet- He was in Vietnam. Pat Sajak. Yeah, also. he was a radio personality in Vietnam. He, he was in the army. Have you, uh, that's awesome. Have you heard that he used to get like shit faced with Vanna White before shows? Like back in the because why? he was in Vietnam. <laughs> why wouldn't you? Yeah, no with Vanna White, you? I would get drunk with her right now. Yeah. Has anyone seen the guy who actually like got the million dollar tab, won, and he was in the in the final puzzle to solve, and the answer was mythical hero Achilles. And he said, mythical hero Achilles. And that didn't count? And it doesn't count because he doesn't know how to fucking pronounce Achilles. And it was the university one, too. And it's like, dude, you're telling me you don't know how to pronounce Achilles? I've only ever ever watched half an episode, so I hadn't seen that one. But thanks for ruining it for me. (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic. All right, guys. So, Hockey Town. (laughs) So, Hockey Town. Uh, This is a podcast. We're going to talk most about the teams we like Mm. and about the teams we don't like. Sounds good. Yeah, and I mean, and, no, you, and nothing in between. And if you're gonna come here for like the facts or inside trading, you ain't gonna find it here. But tune in because we'll make it entertaining either way. This is Jeff O'Neill. I fucking love the Leafs. Someone else <laughs> gonna fuck themselves. Flat money. <laughs> uh, o Dog is maybe the most entertaining guy. I don't know why there isn't a twenty four seven O Dog camera because I would watch that shit. Here's what I think. Yeah, I think he's got his maple leaf robe, and if he does, I want to know where he got it. At home, he wakes up, he rubs one out to whatever highlights of the night before, and it's, he's just in his Maple Leaf mug and his Maple Leaf everything, and he's just happy that his name is actually on the back of a jersey. He never won a cup. Did he win, did he no, win with he, Car- he Carolina? Got, he, got, he got drafted the year after they won the cup. Ooh. Yeah, he, he got there after. No. Yep. Car- by Carolina. Yep. He didn't get drafted like that early. In oh, he, he, six, he's right? older than that. He he got he played way earlier that because he was put, he was doing the World look, Juniors look his, in the nineties. Death drink. The death drink from. Uh, <laughs> you should use that for a bet. Yeah, well, that's I will. What I'm saying. I will bet that he was not drafted after the Stanley Cup final that Carolina won the cup in. And I Carolina was, only has one cup, right? They only have one cup, but they went to two finals. They played in a final against Detroit, right? And they lost when Archers Urbe was their goalie, Archers Urbe and Kevin Weeks. And then they also, like, they got swept in that one. And then they also played in a final against Edmonton where they won. Okay, so I'm saying he, he was drafted the year after they won the cup. Yeah, no, that, I, I, well, I will, I'll make a bet on a shot about that. Okay, I'll, take, I'll take that. All right. okay. Half shot, half shot. I've looked shot. it up while you guys are doing half this. Shot. Jeff O'Neill finished his career in 2007. I'm Wait, just saying. Hold, drink on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait. So what does that mean? It means that he was drafted to the Hartford <laughs> Whalers yeah, in he's, 1995. He's old balls. <laughs> he played on the World Juniors in the 90s. Like, and he, he, that was one of his things. Is that he always be like, oh, everyone says that the best World Juniors team was during the lockout year when yeah. it was like Corey Perry, Jonathan Taves, all these like the, the, the star-studded team. Right. Where Jonathan Taves like went to the shooter like eight times. Right. Like, prices net and all that kind of shit. And he's like, we had it harder because of this and blah, 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 blah. And so he, yeah, he's he been around for a long time. He no, never, he no. never, so, he, so therefore he never won a cup. He lost, he lost the <clears> cup <throat> in 2002 to the Red Wings when Carolina lost to Detroit. Um, and then he got traded in 05 to the Leafs for a conditional pick. So he and, missed, and then when, and when did Carolina win the cup? 06, right? So the year sure. after. 
Oh, like, and I said that he got drafted. Okay, fuck yeah. All right, you're right. All right, so, I'll take a death drink. Yeah. Okay, I'm only doing a fucking half shot because this is disgusting. No, no, I, I, that's a big. Those are the big shot glasses too. Oh, um, I was gonna say you should say those like between you and Dave for like uh, other bets and stuff because you know I got like the what, what was what was I didn't it? Want to drink it? What was the the shot you guys had up in there? Red Stag or some shit? Yeah, it's still there. It's, it's still it's right behind you. Yeah, at least yeah, you have a chaser this time. For for that's been since the. The Bourbon Chronicles that was like two and a half years ago. Yeah, yeah, because no one wants to finish it because it's no, no, no. You wouldn't want to. So yeah, the Silver would say, man, like this is the stuff that you drink to like kill any kind of thing that is trying to kill you. You know what? Here's the thing. I had. I think it secretly cures AIDS because it just kills everything in your body. I had pizza for lunch, and I burned the top of my mouth because I was rushing around at work. So I'm sure this isn't gonna help. No. Because just the idea of the shot I had yesterday. I'm still shaking. Scares you. I'm still shaking. <laughs> Welcome to Hockey Town, bitches. <laughs> we've talked about Jeff O'Neill. <laughs> That's the closest thing to hockey we've talked about. <laughs> Let's get a time time read on this. All right, eight minutes in and barely talking hockey. <laughs> Jeff O'Neill. That's the biggest Jeff thing we talked about. Okay, so last time we talked about hockey was in the preseason. <clears throat> um, we all kind of had like some early uh, predictions for our own team. Yep. I'm gonna take this shot and then struggle to talk for the next little bit. Why don't you start, Aaron, with your Edmonton Oilers? Um, I I think I can't remember exactly like how many uh, points I called in for. Oh, there it goes Anthony with that shot. <laughs> Honestly, the more you drink it, the Actually, not not as bad as it, it wasn't is, as bad as yesterday because it, it destroys but your taste buds so and you more. know it's coming on. There was yeah. so much more in the shot glass yesterday. So just a little timeout. And not, you also sipped it. Yeah, I sipped this like it's a fine brandy. Yeah. Um, just a little like a backstory of this. So my Ugh. second time to Europe to go visit my family, um, I went to go during like the Christmas holidays. So I spent Christmas in Austria, probably one of the best Christmases of my life. It was awesome. And then I went to, uh, the Czech Republic for New Year's and that's called <coughs> Sylvester. Um, and it's a really big party and everything. And I drank probably a bottle at two, six, no, sorry, a two, six bottle of Slivovice to myself. Oh. And it was homemade by my uncle Tonda. And it honestly, it, it, I, I swear to God, I had alcohol poisoning. I had no idea. Like I, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure if they took me to a hospital, if there was one there, um, it, it, there was just a barn, I guess <laughs> that, was, oh. that was possible in this town. <laughs> I am I, 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 a tip of the cap to Osmanitse, uh, Czech Republic. Um, so yeah, like I, I, I was like, I, I slept in the bathroom next to the toilet yeah. all night. Um, the next two days I could not eat. Uh, and like they were making me very very nice check dishes and everything, and then like as a, as a joke they always would bring me a beer in the morning and I would drink it because I I love beer and I'm on fucking vacation so fuck it right yeah but they like bring a beer and I'm like no and they all laugh and I'm like <laughs> but yeah like just the smell of food would just get me and like it it was so hard to drink water it's like your and version of the hurricane story yeah well yeah. It, it was it, no it was it wasn't as messy it was just like it was almost sad and pathetic because it was like it was like Oh my god! Like we might have our Canadian cousin die here, <laughs> opposed to just like vomit everywhere. And it's like I'm a hurricane, <laughs> rocking like a hurricane. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start calling you Scorpion. Oh god! Because like, the, 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 the uh, Scorpions oh, have that song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, maybe, I know you know, but maybe somebody else doesn't hear. Anyway, so the Oilers. <laughs> um, I can't remember what my points totals were for uh, that, I, that I predicted and like where they were going to be, um, but I'll kind of. Reestablish now, reassess. Um, they're kind of where I, I was figuring they would be. Um, we had a really nice stretch at the beginning of the season, 
And that was awesome. I was really pumped about that because it's like, holy man, like we went on the, like, so we went to Europe. Sorry, you, uh, you have them at the end of the season having 90 points. 90 points. Oh, yeah. No, they'd have to have more than that to, I, I think I had them just outside or just in the playoffs too. They've got 36 right now. Yeah, yeah. So we're not quite at 41 games, obviously. Yeah, 31 games with 36 points. That almost averages out to yeah. a little over 90, really. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not sure if you can make the playoffs really with 90 points. Mind you, the Pacific Division is really weak right now. Uh, it's anybody's game Calgary, for the title. Man. <laughs> well, with with Mike uh, Mike Smith is your your starting goaltender. I'm not sure how strong Calgary is. I, and don't don't get me wrong, I do actually like Calgary. Um, I was I was watching a YouTube um, vlog, I guess, from one of the guys I trust the most for Oilers um, uh, opinion and analysis. Uh, he's just a regular stay at home dad kind of, not stay at home dad, but he's a regular vlogger, uh, Ryan Robinson, and he was saying like. When he was growing up, it wasn't the glory years of you know the '80s where it was Calgary against Edmonton. And that was the big rivalry. His rivalry was uh, Dallas and Colorado, which would have been mine too. I'm only a few years younger than this guy, so when I watch Calgary, actually, I cheer for them. You know, like I, I, I like them. I liked Iginla. I liked Kiprasov. I, you know, I liked a lot of those guys. I didn't like Matt Craigian. Matt Stajan. Uh That was a little bit later when I just didn't really give a shit about some of the Calgary guys. Like, there's some of those guys that they, they didn't really have a place in Calgary. Like Martin Jelena, who played for Edmonton, also played Calgary, and he uh, had the Stanley Cup winning goal if they counted it. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of those guys on Calgary that actually I really do like, and I think they're fantastic hockey players. Um, so I, I would like to see Calgary do very well uh, in the division here. If if Edmonton and Calgary go one and two, that'd be sweet. Um, so yeah, I, I I would probably reassess and say Edmonton would need like ooh ninety four points to make the playoffs for sure, and I can see them getting that. Um, so yeah, we had a really good stretch at the beginning when we got back from Europe. We played very well. We beat some really good teams that I didn't think we could beat, and we had a really good winning streak. And I was like, oh fuck, this is sweet. But then we had a really big collapse where we couldn't beat Florida or you know um, other teams that we should have been able to take advantage of. Um, so that really had me worried. I'm like, oh man, like we cannot miss the playoffs again. This would be uh, terrible because either they would do a really rash trade where they just want to shake things up, like the Hall trade. I I do like Larson more than Hall, but you know, like you look at the numbers and everything, and yeah, Hall is a very elite player compared to Larson, who is a very sound defensive defenseman. Like, don't get me wrong, I yeah. love him on the team. He's the new Jason Smith for the Oilers, which you do need on a team for sure. Um, Leafs need one. Yeah, <laughs> former Leaf Jason Smith. Yeah, and they yeah. traded him for a bag of pucks, which was oh, you know. Those are weird don't weird. don't worry, every team has their fucking <laughs> flop <laughs> trades, um, and then you know trading Everlay away for Ryan Strom, where we traded Ryan Strom away for Ryan Spooner. So I'm not really sure how I feel about that. Still, I never wanted to see I, Everlay leave. Didn't Strom get traded again just recently? I think no, no, it's Dylan Strom. Dylan oh, okay. Strom got moved. Um, he mm-hmm. got moved from uh, Arizona to uh, Chicago, right. and then. Um, with some other guys, but Schmaltz was the big piece coming from Chicago going to Arizona. Uh, is Chicago tanking? Is that their plan? I think they are trying to. They're trying yeah. to get rid of whatever assets they can and then get a really good draft pick this year. Right. Um, yeah, they're not doing good. They're they're the bottom of the West, I believe, right now. Yeah, they're really low. They so, are the bottom of the league right now. So yeah. when they went on this big uh, losing streak and not winning a whole lot of games and getting outscored, I was really concerned that they might you know, get rid of the wrong people. Todd McClellan. I was a big fan when we got signed. 
and he had a really good playoff you know run year that was awesome and it seemed like he knew what to do but and like he comes from a, he came from a, a you know uh San Jose Sharks where he was able to work with superstars the whole time so it's like okay well he knows how to do that but mm. I don't know uh towards the end I'm I was also a big fan of the Trilly signing but now it's like it's kind of becoming apparent that they're not so good. I, was, I used to be very optimistic. Now I'm kind of becoming more, I wouldn't say pessimistic, but a bit more realistic. And I'm seeing that change needs to happen. I think Trelly is going to be gone regardless if they make the playoffs or not. If they make, if they do not make the playoffs, he's definitely gone. If yeah. they make the playoffs, yeah, maybe he can salvage yeah. another year. I Unless don't know. they get bounced straight away. Does he, look, does he look like the most worried person when you see him on camera? Oh God, yeah. He constantly looks like someone might be trying to shoot him. He is so defensive in interviews too. Like he doesn't want to talk about certain things. He doesn't want to uh, bring up certain, um, you know, uh, players or something like that. He's very, there's a thing in Edmonton where it's kind of like <clears throat> I, I think it, I think it's almost the opposite of Toronto, where you you are in the media all the time, where you are in Edmonton too. But they like to keep the players to themselves. There used to be things in the 90s where they would have, like, meet the players and, like, kids get to hang out with a player for a day, kind of thing like that. Especially if they were, like, injured or in the press box or something like that. They would have a couple kids, like, from different things that would get to hang out with them. Or there'd be, like, a, a mall Christmas meet and greet where they would, like, help Santa, like, bring some presents to the tree or something like that, right? There would be community things. And there still are where they go to the hospitals, like, right. you know, Vancouver, <laughs> Montreal, all that kind of stuff. Um, and there's also like reading and Tim Hortons and stuff like that, but it's, it just seems that they're, they really try to shell them away from, uh, the, 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 you know, the public, which is, was, isn't the best thing. Pardon me. Um, so moving on, cause I know you guys want to talk to, or other people want to listen to somebody else besides me. So when they hired Hitchcock, I've been very happy so far with what he's done. You know, he's from Edmonton. My my actually my, my uncle used to play street hockey with him back in the oh, day. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. And like that's he, awesome. And my uncle was like, "Well, he used to be a lot smaller than two. Well, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> actually, he'd lost a bunch of weight too. Uh, Hitchcock Hitch, over yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah, totally. He used to, he was like really big in Columbus. Oh, and yeah. So um, I, I I I like him. You know, it's it's interesting. And because Edmonton's had so much trouble with defensive side. He's a very defensive-minded coach, and he's really good at tapping into people, uh, players' potential. So that's that's really exciting for me. So it is nice to see that they're playing really well. Usually, when you hire a new coach, there is that like surge of energy where you do go on a bit of a winning streak and everything. So it is nice. I do believe that Todd did lose the um, the room when uh, you know this this season. I don't think the players were buying into his ideas anymore. Uh, a lot of the stuff like last year again, listening to. Uh, top at, um, analysis uh, or analytics, it just didn't seem like he was very sound. So um, this has been very exciting so far. Uh, I think they need to make a few trades uh, to really make up a good push. We'll see. Some guys have surprised me so far as Alex Chiasson. He's he has like I think thirteen goals right now, and I think his career high is fifteen. Yeah, he's like red hot a month. Ago. Oh my god, yeah. he's kicking ass. He's he's really smart with the puck when he shoots for too. So that's really nice. Um, obviously McDavid is always impressing. Nurse has been a little bit quiet, but he's picking it up now. Um, yeah, like there's a few guys that I'm always a big fan of, and Nugent Hopkins has been wicked. I'm so glad that he's you know very offensive. He's not just a third line center anymore. So yeah, like I'm, I'm really happy with the team at where where we are right now because I could I could almost see them being at the bottom of the league, you right. know, in in certain ways. So I am happy with that. Um, 
do they have more to go and more to grow? Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, Koskinen has been a big surprise for me, too. I'm sad that Talbot's not dominating the crease like he once did, but that's how things go sometimes. So, yeah, that's, that's my take on the Oilers. I really hope that they, they, they just keep rolling they on. They have a couple games in hand over <coughs> most teams, but... Um, yeah, yeah. But they're just... They're 13th in the league right now, kind of middle of the pack. Yeah, but it's not that bad. That's not that bad. I mean, good spot to be where you are in the league. Where a lot of people have had them projected to be in, like, you know, uh, fifth place... Uh, sorry, like, fourth last in the West or third last right. in the West. All right. Mr. Brian? Uh, so the Habs are doing a lot better than I thought they would. I think uh, that's everybody's sentiment. Yeah. I You know, they're sitting in the second wild card spot right now, but I think Pittsburgh takes that realistically. You know, Pittsburgh's got their, what, three points behind or something like that with two games in hand, so... Well, I, I just think that Pittsburgh's a team you can't really... <laughs> and it's have. a better team. Yeah. But, mind you... The Habs are where they are, and Carey Price has, like, a 2.9 goals against average. So, oh, jeez. Yeah. So they're, 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 an, an anomaly for Montreal is they're not even winning off of, you know, Price's yeah, exactly. like, workload. Interesting. Right. Yeah. Brian, you said... I said that they'd have 59 points, maybe? No, you said 67. Okay. As a Leaf fan, that number sticks out to us, so... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, and I, you know... Right now, they're on pace to crush 67 Oh, points. my God, yeah, like 35 they're, points? They're 90, 35 points, they, yeah. yeah they're, there's, like, Edmonton, they're, like, 90-point pace, like, 92-point pace right now. I don't think they'll sustain that. What do you think What do you think they'll sustain? Like, what do you think they'll end up with? Probably in the low 80s. Like, and that's fantastic. I'd say 84. Yeah. I was like, I was like, you know, Max Omi's been oh unbelievable. A shining light. Oh my How, god! Who Gil- called it? Who called it? What's Gil Chernyak up to these days? Uh, I don't See, know. Like, For all I know, he's, he's dead injured. in a ditch. I think he's injured right <laughs> now. Like, yeah, <laughs> he's hanging with Yakupov in cage. No, I think he's part of Europe. He's from. Um, he's Russian. He's from Wisconsin. Yeah, Galchenyuk. Yeah, no, no, but but Galchenyuk's American. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he's American, but I think his dad's Russian. And he spent a lot of time in Russia. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. Yeah, because he's got he's. Russian, Canadian, American, because he also has a Canadian connection too. So he's one of those weird one guys. Those he's, guys. He's like he's like Stastny, where he's American, Canadian, Slovak, just a little bit of everything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It comes in handy when you're an yeah, athlete. That's much. for sure. I can't make this team. I'll just go to this team. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, <clears throat> amazing that this trade has worked out so well. And honestly, like Koka Niemi looks wow, right? Really good. Yeah. Like, it's hard to believe it's his first year. Yeah, he. Um, you know, like, he's not going to be that household name that you get from most, like, top three rookies. But when you watch him on the ice, like, he's always – his positioning's really good. You know, his point total's okay right now, but he's not blowing it away. But at the same time, what he's done for the team is great. And, you know, he's floated between, what, the first and second line. So good for him. That's all you can ask. I mean, it's, yeah. it's a young, fast, exciting team. Yeah. With, you know um, – I guess a fan base that's hungry for that. Yeah, and Shea Weber's back, and he's uh, he's got a rocket still. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, <laughs> he sure does. Yeah. Right in time for the trade deadline. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> time to move him to uh, to team like the Leafs. Yeah, we'll take him. Yeah, so, yeah, he'll take his like ten million per year for the next four years. Well, listen, if it's gonna be no, is it, is it that long? I thought it was only one more year. No, Shea Weber. When we brought him in from when we brought him in from for the Subban, that was like what two years ago now three years and he had like eight years left oh he had a long time left i'm pretty sure 
I think we can look up his contract yeah. really quick, but. But um. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up. Well, speaking of which, well, speaking about those lovely trauma police. Well, before we get into them, yeah. the other surprise is Jonathan Druin actually looks like what we thought he'd be. Oh, he is. Okay. Like, he's I, almost I got a point per game. Him. He's almost got a point per game oh, right that's now. That's really good. Like, yeah, who would have thought? I think he's got like 26 or 28 points in like 31 games. But this is what like Steve Irishman was well, talking about in bad. Tampa, right? Like he was saying like he's he's a great player, but we're not going to like we're not going to cave to this guy's knees when he's un, unproven in the league. Yeah. Let's look at Shea Weber's contract. Let's hear, let's I'm on cap friendly right now. Shea Weber um, his cap hit is almost eight million, and like oh my god, he's signed through twenty twenty five twenty six. Oh my god, that's so much time. Look how much look how much is left on that contract. We're at twenty eighteen nineteen is right oh, there, and that goes the all the way down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like you want know like I knew during the trade I like Weber more than Subban. Like I think he's a better. Like he's good. He's a good offensive defenseman, but he's a better defensive player. Yeah, <laughs> which is the first thing you should do in that position. So I was a fan of the trade, mind you. He's been hurt, mm. um, but yeah, obviously that trade's gonna hurt us down the line. But maybe we dump that contract to someone else in like two or three years. That might be. Uh, I mean, it might. And who knows what the <laughs> defensive um, average salary is gonna be for a top yeah. line or top guy, top units guy. Who knows what happens? Really, like maybe he has a career resurgence. Like, there's a lot of those defensemen who, like, in the second half of their career, are still productive enough. Yeah, um, I'm just. My kid was like always an all star. Yeah. Till the day he, the day he retired, he's just like, yeah, he's an automatic guy for the all star team. The only thing that I think is Shea Weber is one of the more physical defensemen in the league. Yeah, and true. I don't know how that ages well. Yeah, that's true too. So, well, I guess I'll talk about my trauma beliefs. Sitting currently in second place in the league. It's a nice feeling. It's a nice feeling. Uh, the whole Nylander shadow that this season was and the conspiracy theories that go around it, whatever. I don't even care. I don't care about any of that stuff. I, I know a lot of people like bark about like salary and, and like what it's going like, to... It doesn't really matter, really. Like, it's, these are all imaginary numbers to us. They're just like another cog in whatever we're watching, right? Like, people get offended like, oh, he shouldn't be making $14 million this one season. Who, who fucking cares? It doesn't matter to anybody. At least have more money than they'll ever need. Yeah, and outside of the signing bonus, there's still that average annual value that you like. Even if a contract's front loaded, front uh, front loaded, yeah, there's still an average annual value that counts towards the cap. So right. Like, yeah, uh, the Nylander stuff, whatever. I mean, the, the thing about the Leafs that, that has been the talk for the last two seasons, this season, last season, is defense. And I don't think the defense is as bad as, as it's cracked up to be. There's defensive collapses. They're not as sound as they probably could be, like a team like Nashville would be or a team like Wienerpeg. But whatever, it's all good. I I still think that the Leafs may might do something, and it seems like something's brewing because as Brian <laughs> something is something brewing, is brewing. As something Brian, is leaking, as Brian quaffs his anus breath this way, quaffs wafts wafts. If I say something is quaffable, it's very drinkable. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's, oh. it's also like it's this also, beer is very like, quaffable. It's also a hair phrase too, like a quaff. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. All right. But yeah, so, okay, quaff, okay. I, I'll accept it then. All right, sometimes, all right. sometimes some of your expressions I are imagine, like, I'm like, he used the wrong word there. Yeah. I imagine quaff not. comes from coiffeur. I believe that's, that's right. the French. Yes. Oh, yes. Well done, well done. Yeah, um, yeah so I, I hope that at least can figure out something. It seems like that's where there's been a couple of little minor league trades in hopes that they're trying to like 
fix something in the system or maybe make some room in the system. Uh, who, who do you move off that line? Man, who do you move I if you're – let's let's get into the nitty-gritty. We know, know the Leafs are good this year. Who do you trade to get a yeah, top two defender? I don't know. Goche? Will I take him? No, I, I love the goat, man. I you have to, you have to give. You he's have to give few goats. That, he's, a, he's one of the few Leafs I actually <laughs> like. If like he was on Edmonton, I'd be like, woo. Yeah, but why, Marlo? Why would you like him though? Because like, I haven't seen anything. From I want to go back to your podcast from like the year before and stuff like that. Where and like, you're just like, like the goat's awesome. I love the goat. That, that, Freddy the goat. That that's Dave for sure. Dave has a thing for the goat because O Dog's got a thing for the goat. I and Dave and O Dog have a thing for each other. Yeah. Flat money. Well, my my understanding <laughs> is that he just like he's a face off guy, right? That that's that's what he's supposed to be. He's a big body face off guy. Doesn't have a ton of speed. Doesn't have soft mitts. Like why? Like what what are you missing here? Like I I don't I don't get it. And so to answer your question, I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is. Kadri. Yeah, maybe because he seems kind of like fish out of water right now because he just he they don't really need. Like, he's a really good third-line centerman, which on most teams he'd probably be a number two, or some teams could be a number two. But then if even even if that's the case, it's the nice thing about Kadri isn't necessarily him. It's his contract that's sweet. Yeah, but you got to get a top. The only way you're winning a cup is if you guys can get a top two defenseman. Yeah, no, I don't believe that. And I, I believe that. Yeah, but, okay, so, you know, you the big comparison is Pittsburgh when they did it by committee. Uh, but Pittsburgh had a bunch of good defensive defensemen. No, they they didn't have a bunch of good. They had they had two maybe two good. They won that Stanley Cup on goals. I know because I won the hockey pool that year. I was like I was like yeah they scored a lot, but at the end of the day, all their defensemen aside from Latang, who is always hurt anyways, right. uh, like Brooks Orpik is not adding anything offensively. He's defensive focused. Yeah, I, I mean, mean like, that guy was like old it. when he broke into the league. But I, I mean, when 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 Orpik signed in Pittsburgh, everyone was making fun like, oh, you're taking Washington's like washed up defensemen. Uh, you're going you go the other way around. Uh, Orpik was on Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh first, first, and then he yeah. went to Washington. He went with him. Uh, who did he go with? Uh, um, yeah, fuck. S S name S name S name. I don't know. Yeah, it sounds but it sounds like a, a, it was Orpic and then one other guy from and he actually does oh not S name Niskanen it was Niskanen they both came from Pittsburgh with cups and right. they went to Washington also a decent defense with oh completely defenseman. we've already right. been through <laughs> this one too I remember we all argued about it. and uh, you know the whole Shattenkirk thing in Washington and like you know how. how you know, we compared the defensive core between Toronto and Washington, which isn't no, it's, <laughs> similar it's at all. It's very different. So, yeah, like we've already talked about the defensive core with, with Washington and like how it stands and everything. And I think that Orpik is really good, but he's expensive. And now he's in Colorado, I believe, correct? Really? I, I, I don't or did know. he get bought out and he was somewhere else? It, Do you need help researching things, Brian? Yes, yes. Please research that. I'm looking at some of their cup Jamie, rosters Jamie, young and Jamie, looking through. Young Jamie on this? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm looking through some of their defensemen. Uh, you know, guys that you love, like Ron Hainsey. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Brooks Orpik's real name is Richard Brooks Orpik. Huh. He's actually named Brooks because uh, I knew this beforehand. I'm just looking this up. But Brooks is after her Brooks. I was going to yeah. guess, yeah. Ollie Mata. Ollie Mata. Once again, um, he's not doing anything but... Has a awesome plus minus every I, year. I I just think that <laughs> fine. Like Morgan Riley seems to be having a great season offensively, 
and the the he, he's contributing that to simplifying his game. Jake Gardner is doing Jake Gardner things, <laughs> you know. Like yeah, I I don't know. Like I don't, and the talk is maybe he's like try to move a forward prospect and Jake Gardner for something high level. But I don't know. Like, I don't. Who are you gonna who are you gonna, like listen to some of the teams at the bottom of the league? Okay, does. Oh, Chicago? Sorry, Chicago? Brooke, Brooke, Chicago Brooke's Chicago's got still with Washington. Continue. Huh. Huh. I, th- I thought huh. I got traded. I thought huh. I got That's traded. a shot. That's a shot. Huh. Okay. That's a shot. Pretty foul. Shot. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. But um, Chicago's got, like, you know, Seabrook. I think I think Seabrook's probably a better defenseman for the Leafs to target. I, I don't know if Chicago... Because I think if you do that, that's red flags for the franchise. And... I don't. I don't. I don't know. Chicago's if they, already been dumping players, though. Yeah, but they haven't been dumping. They're A plus. They've been dumping. Yeah, but B's. Like I, I get it. Like you can argue that Seabrook's just as good as Keith, just a different player. Right. But For whatever. Whatever you yeah. want. Yeah. But I, I still say that Duncan Keith is the better defenseman out of the two of them overall. Okay, the so more well-rounded. The bottom feeders: Chicago, the Kings, Devils, St. Louis. I don't think Philly's going to do any dumping. I think Philly's just going to be like, they're going to scratch the season and then start again next year. Whatever Gritty wants Maple to do. Maple Leafs acquire Drew Doughty. No, but I don't <laughs> That's not happening. No. You can afford him. No, definitely. <laughs> and, and I, think if the, I think he's a good player for the Kings to keep to rebuild on. Yeah, I mean, and they, they kind of had a crack at him and he didn't want to come, so what, what's the point? Yeah. Well, he, he now that he sees the team, maybe he does. Well, he, I mean, the team wasn't much different now than it was at the beginning of the season. They still had John Tavares. Like, anyways, I don't know. That, that, my my recap of the Leafs this year or this so far this season, overall happy. They go through these weird things where they win like four or five games in a row and then lose two games in a row and then win four or five more games. And if that happens the rest of the season, y'all can suck my ass because I'm on board for that. <laughs> I will take that no problem. So. I don't, I'm happy. I'm happy that they got the Nylander nonsense. I, I like the conspiracy theory around that. It's a, a very X Files ish, and I'm all for it. So I'm. I don't. I don't care. I, as long as the Leafs get somewhat of a playoff run, it does. I, it, I mean, I don't care if if they can get past whatever. Like can they get past the Bruins? If the Bruins come to haunt the Leafs again, I might have to take matters into my own hand. It was like they're always lick some faces. They're always set up to be like your first round matchup almost every year. Motherfucker. Yeah, that's the thing with how these divisions are set. Battles between these, it's like it's not even close. It's either or lopsided battles. Mind you, right now Buffalo's set up for your first round matchup. I'll take Buffalo. (laughs) Yeah, Buffalo would be a a more preferable one because all the inexperience. Yeah, totally. But did you? I don't know if you guys caught the game that they had last week. Oh, maybe two, uh, 10 days ago. Nope. But it was the most exciting Leaf game I've probably seen all season. Back and forth all game. Buffalo scores. Toronto scores. Back and forth. Fast pace. This is hockey that I'd watch other teams playing. Be like, why can't the Leafs play like that? And now the Leafs are playing like that, and it's so exciting. And I would much rather have a rivalry against Buffalo than a rivalry against Boston. Yeah, fair enough. I can get There's that. There's a fucking monkey there somewhere. So, so can we... Uh can we just recognize Buffalo and say, could anyone name more than five players on that roster off the top of their five? head? Five? Oh, yeah. The start of the year. I can't even name their goalie. Yeah. I, was like, I was like, I knew Carter Hutton well, yeah, because Carter I Hutton. talked about him at this, in the right. other podcast. I was actually just looking at uh, their their backup goalie is... Minus Allmark. I was, I know, man, yeah. I was just going to say like Lindmark, but yeah, it's yeah. like combining first and last like, Let me pull up but their there's, roster. There's, there's Matt Molson, 
There's Jeff Skinner. I'm there's also Jack Eichel. The there's um, Rasmus Ristolainen. There's um, Rasmus Dahlin. So that's your five right there. If mm. I can keep going. Um, fuck, they got rid of Ryan O'Reilly. That's what, <laughs> that's what I was going to say. But then with that, then they would, I think they would have Vladimir Sabotka on their team from St. Louis. Yeah. Um, they have a lot of like. Did you say Jack parts. Eichel? Yeah, I yeah. obviously you'd say Jack Eichel because you know who's plays second fiddle to McDavid. In Kyle, the Kyle Oposo. Oposo, yeah, I forgot about him. Pominville's back there. Sam Reinhardt. has been having a great year. I wonder if Rodriguez. they'd almost trade him in a trade deadline. Reinhardt. uses Reinhardt as well. Yeah, there's a Did you say Jeff Skinner? Yeah, yeah, I said Jeff, Jeff Skinner, Skinner for the trade. Motherfucker. Reinhardt, how is he doing? 26, 26 points, points in 31 games. games. A lot of those Buffalo guys are playing really well. Former but Maple you know Leaf, Matt Hungwick. But you know what? If you look at the top three, uh, and I was looking at this earlier today, and it really surprised me. Um, if you look at the top three Atlantic Division, uh, yeah, Atlantic Division, you have Tampa Bay Lightning, goal differential, plus 39. Toronto, plus 28. And then you got Buffalo, plus, plus four. four. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Buff- Buffalo is in there, and they are how many points? Um they are two points ahead of Boston, who has a plus six goal differential. So you might not be able to hang out with the offensive loaded uh, Tampa Bay and Toronto's, but if you can squeak in there, you can squeak in there. You know, yeah. if you can fire your chance. If you sure. can slice your way in there with a saber, then uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, or, you, or you can claw your way like a broad. Well done, well done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's have the, the Ottawa Shooters. <laughs> Still one of my favorites. I'm gonna get you a T-shirt that says that. And I want the logo with instead, instead of the the. There's an actual the, senator. It's gonna be a big coil. No, I, I, I want I want the poop emoji. <laughs> Fair enough. I can do that. Um, okay, so let's talk about that. Let's talk about surprises so far in the season. Uh, let, let's argue. Let's not argue and just say Buffalo is probably the best surprise this season. I think we're all secretly a little bit happy for them. Um, but what are, what other big surprises do you think? Like I think Montreal's a big surprise up there. Yeah, big time. Detroit oh, being massive. pretty decent, I think, is pretty because I thought they'd go. Forward. They've been doing a lot of like fighting, you know. Yeah. Like, like obviously New York Islanders. I think people kind of had them as a wild card in the first place with, um, uh, what's his damn name right now? Uh, the coach of from New York Islanders who came from Washington. Uh, oh, Barry Trotz. Trotz, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think people were expecting that was going to happen. Uh, with Boston, I'm surprised that Halak is kicking ass. Right? I thought that guy retired like three No, no. I, I've always loved Halak, and I've always known, like, in you being a Canadiens fan, you know how good he can be. Yeah, man. And I missed that stop so sign. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pumped that he's kicking ass, but at the same time, it's like to harass, man. Like, he's one of the all-time greats. Like, for, for save percentage, let's say that. Okay. For, at least. Yeah. Form relief. And throwing skate harass. blades and, uh, you know, throwing uh, crates onto the ice and all that kind of stuff. And yes, for, well, form relief in the sense that he was drafted but never played. Let, let's keep... Justin Pogi was that who they kept? Fucking still against that. Best uh, yeah. Toscola? <laughs> trade for Toscola. Andrew Rycroft? Trade for him too. Mm-hmm. Bye Tuca. Yeah. Um, okay, Calgary. You another big surprise. Calgary <laughs> 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 was not bad. He wasn't that good either. But he wasn't that bad. He wasn't as good as people thought he was. So, are we talking good surprises or bad no, surprises we're as good well? Surpri- only good surprise. We'll get to bad okay. surprises. But good surprises for sure. I thought New York was gonna, New York Rangers were going to take a lot more. I thought they're going to be god awful this year. I like obviously you got Lunkus that's doing good, but like oh. Neil Neil Pionk, I've got him in my fantasy pool. I drafted him this year. He is kicking ass as a defenseman. He's a rookie defenseman right now. I'm not sure how many points he has. I'm not looking at that, but I know on my fantasy pool he's kicking ass right now, and it's just very surprising that you have all these rookies that are doing so well, Brian. Yeah, uh, you guys kind of nailed it. Like I'm looking through the standings right now, and you know. 
surprises, nothing's nothing's jumping out too much on the good side that hasn't been said already. There's some bad side ones that I can't Is wait Colorado to get to. Is Colorado considered a surprise? I think that top line's a surprise. Like the, the, perf- the top line is definitely surprising. It's nuts. Colorado performing like this, I wouldn't be so surprised. Their goaltending, I, fig- I figured the Grubauer was going to be much more dominant than Varlamov. I thought Varlamov, Varlamov was ready to go to the KHL. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but like that top line has been sensational, absolutely sensational. I, Unbelievable. I, no, I wouldn't have guessed that Mikko Rantanen would have been in the top twenty for points yeah. at all. Um, and so you got, uh, it, it, yeah, like they made the playoffs last year. Eh, they they squeaked in there for sure. But I think they're. If I was gonna if I was gonna pick either Colorado or New Jersey as the two squeakers that got into the playoffs. To repeat, I would say Colorado, hands down. And I know like, we, we were looking at the hindsight is you know twenty twenty, but I I I've never really been a big uh, uh, New Jersey Devils fan in the last five years for sure. So and that brings us to teams that uh, are failing this year. And I want to say before you guys are all, I'm surprised New Jersey's doing as bad as they are. In the last podcast, I shit on New Jersey for a <laughs> long period of time, and they suck balls. And I'm very happy about they it. They do really suck balls. And yeah. I, I do like it, too, because I'm tired of hearing all this Taylor Hall bullshit. Oh, yeah. He was he was an honorable net mention for the Lou Marsh Award, which is the can, yeah, Canada's top a- athlete, in case you don't know, listeners, um, you know, especially international listeners. So he was a, a possibility for that. Like, like I, don't think, I don't think he was a main candidate, but they were, like, mentioning him being... He was being, on the list. I'm like, he won one heart trophy uh, last year, and he didn't even win the scoring title. Or I don't even know how close he was to the scoring title. Maybe like outside the top five, but the team only went one round, and I think they lost every game. Did they win one? I even? think they lost. I think they got swept. I think they got swept. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like, how does that even happen? Like Connor McDavid was the the main hockey candidate, right. obviously, and even yeah. then I wouldn't pick him. Thankfully, Michael Kings- Kingsbury won. Uh, sensational, yeah, mogul skier. Yeah. He, he dominates the sport. He's the most winningest uh, everything. Anyway, hockey town, hockey town, hockey town, hockey, hockey town. town. Right, bad surprises. Uh, I'm surprised about uh, Florida. Bam, yeah, I agree 100. And Philly. When I also like, you know, my hot take. It was a hot take, folks. I'm not gonna like die on the die by you know, die on the sword, saying that you know Philly was gonna win the win the cup. And I'm like, oh, I can't believe I'm so surprised. It was just a hot take. It was it was just kind of like a throw in the dark there. Good feeling on. Yeah, well, you never know. You never know, right? Like, if the goaltending got uh, caught fire, like that could be a big thing. And I think that's what's really hurting them. But Sean Couturier is playing really well. He's also in my fantasy pool. Uh, Giroux is always a uh, Giroux and yeah. Voracek are always yeah, hot. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the defensive court, it's got to click sometime. Like they got that's so many a, young talent. Gotta- yeah, like. Provorov, uh, you know, you got Gostaspare, who's more offensive, but still, like, you have so many, yeah, exactly. so many that names back there. the Leafs where um, Janssen scored that Hattie in the first, mm. and I was like, wait, wasn't there talks of trading for a defenseman from Philly? We don't need any of these motherfuckers. We've got a whole team of, of guys that can give up a hat trick in the first period. <laughs> Let's not get any of these guys. Yeah, Florida's the biggest surprise to me for how bad they're doing. I um, just don't get it. In the I, East or in general? Uh, well, in let's general, look at the West. For me, is St. Louis. I, I was like, holy shit! Can we, can we see them for the last one? Can we see them? We for can. The last we can. Yeah. L- LA is also a little bit surprising. Like I say, surprising is in how much veteran veteranship they have. Uh, they are a slow team. I completely oh, say. I, I would, super slow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was I was just listening to one of the podcasts about like how they could get rid of certain players and stuff. Um, I think Jeff Carter has like a five million cap hit somewhere around there. Pardon me, and maybe a little bit of term. 
I think he'd be like they're like, oh, he can't be moved. I think he could be moved, and I think there would be a five. It sounds like a deal. I think it could be done. He's not the fastest, and he's not as fast as he used to be. But he's got a hell of a shot, and he can hit. Yeah, exactly. So if you're I looking would take at him a presence on that, and to he's, your team. Well, and he's got experience, right? Yeah. He's won a cup. I think so he's won two, you two take cups. Him, like, one uh, cup for sure. Low. If you're going to take him on, yeah. If you're going to take him on, would you trade Skinner? <laughs> you know, like seriously, honestly, I don't because know. like if LA is looking to get faster, Skinner's really fast. Yeah. He's a really good skater, and he's got around the same kind no, of cap. There. I think you give up a guy like Sherry or something like that in Buffalo. Well, how much does Connor Sherry cost? I don't know. I can find out. Yeah, man. this is where we need numbers and yeah. shit. Yeah. We need numbers, guy. Jamie, Jamie. young Jamie, <laughs> young Jamie. But it, you would you would need to make sure that there's the cap going back and forth. And I right. think if anything, LA wants more cap room because okay. you think of guys like Dowdy, Fanouf. Andre Kopitar, right. Dustin Brown. Dustin uh, Brown's got like a six point something. Did you take Kovalchuk? Ko- Kopitar. Oh, Ko- Kovalchuk's on yeah, there Kovalchuk too. too yeah. and he's not fast. He's no. thirty five years old. I don't know what they were thinking about signing yeah, him. No. Fuck. They should, they should let somebody else sign they the guy. Should let New Jersey take it. Yeah. No shit. <laughs> or the Islanders. He just gets stuck with Lou again. He gets stuck with Lou, <laughs> or Lou again. Oh um, my god. I just okay. want to grow a mustache. So it, so let's say LA makes that deal with your Oilers. Oh, my Oilers. Yeah. I'm saying Buffalo. Okay, but uh, we can't make that deal no. at Edmonton. It would be great. I would love that. That'd be so cool to get Carter on the team. The bigger one that I would like to, like the better, bigger fish, and this is going to our St. Louis thing. I don't want to dive yeah. into that, but Tarasenko. Right. They're talking about a huge overhaul in St. Louis, and I think the biggest piece of that puzzle that could be sold for a big, big chunk oh, would be Tarasenko. But what would we give up? I would, as much as I would love that, we can't afford it. You would have to, you would have to give up. Um, uh, Drysaitel or Nugent Hopkins or something like that for 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 that trade. Yeah, I feel like that's probably because probably of the chunk of money that you'd yeah. be giving up. Um, I think it's more attainable with Colton Pareko, but we can talk about that later. Right, um, he seems to be a, big, a name oh thrown around. Oh my god, he's such a that good. clip that came out last week of him yelling, barking back at the ref. I love that. Oh my god, move, 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 move the puck. Don't you know what to do? I can do what I want. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then he just like takes his time, and that was against the Oilers too. Oh, but he's, that was so funny. I think he's from Western Canada. Um, he's a really good defenseman. Yeah, They're really good, and still about young. Seven feet tall. Yeah, really, yeah. really. Like, he would yeah. not be able to come into this podcast studio. <laughs> no, <laughs> he he can play in Roger place for the Oilers there's enough room there barely but um, we would really appreciate if he could come over but again you would have to start you would have to start with Pugliarvi where I think that he's still a good project to work with I don't want to give up on him too soon and now that we got Hitchcock he's going to develop him a bit better maybe McClellan didn't get along with him Uh, McClellan didn't get along with him so much but um, yeah Pugliarvi but so you'd have to give Pugliarvi and I'm going to guess a first to get Pareko which I'm not really for so we'll see how that happens but uh, talking to Jeff Carter who would I want to give up for Jeff Carter because that would be a really because Carter's a centerman though it's a tough but he can play wing though I think he can play left wing would, would you want Montreal to have him I don't know, man. I think Montreal's meshing so much better than I thought they oh, would right now. I don't want to mess yeah. that. That would be a good yeah. centerman to have in your lineup, though, because yeah. I, uh, I'm not, like, how does it stand for center? You got Kakiyami. Uh, you have Duran's playing center still. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, and then your third line center, Byron, not Lars Eller. Byron? No, Byron's wing. Paul Byron's wing. Yeah. Yeah. Delorier's uh, wing. I, I can't think of it right now, but, it, but it's, it's kind of like a Lars Eller kind of player. I'm pretty sure you have yeah. one of them there. So if you had Carter on there, that'd be pretty nice. Um, I'm not sure. I don't really see Carter in a, in a Habs jersey. I can't see it meshing I can't see it meshing. The team's playing 
fast yeah, hockey but, right yeah. now. Hey, maybe maybe like um, the Islanders. Maybe he ends up in like one of those New York markets or something. No, he's gonna end up in Florida. Oh, yeah, he's gonna end up in Florida. He I wants to stay I, I, I warm place. I, I would I would be willing to bet that New York Rangers wouldn't chase him because I don't think they're ready to go playoffs yet, and I don't I, I know oh, that they would because they cause what what what, did, what was New York famous for like San Jose chasing Tra- players trading picks and prospects for oh. you know guys that that was a least or whatever is like yeah. uh, let's win now let's try Keith to win Yandel, now uh, yeah. Rick Nash all that kind of crap yeah exactly I can't so, believe Rick Nash didn't sign anywhere I think he's asking too much money. I Probably. really think he's asking way too much money. Uh, I heard, uh, I think it was Ken Campbell or one of the Hockey News guys that was saying the possibility of signing Rick Nash to a Toronto team there. Uh, for like, what? like well, so, like how much? Like, And it's like, well, maybe he'd sign for one year, one million to play for his hometown right, team, right. which, you know, I don't think would be the worst idea. Poker, but can yeah. he But can he keep up? He's he's not very fast. No, he's no. never really been that fast. He's, not, he's like he's, he's like a Jeff Carter. He's got a hell of a shot. He's a big guy. He's not fast. A big body in front. That like Jerome McGinley's faster than him right now. <laughs> okay, let's get into it. What the fuck's happening in St. Louis? No, I did. I wanted to make oh, one last point go, about do it, Florida. Do it, do it. All right. Um, Fifteen million dollars between both goalies. Oh god. Well, that's that's one point, but. Is it safe to say that Mike Hoffman ruins teams? Is, are we at that point now where we can say Mike Hoffman what ruins teams? I don't want to say that because I really wanted him on Edmonton a couple months what, what ago. What team did he play for? Was it the Ottawa Shitters? I believe so, yes. <laughs> that, that name hurts yes, me. The name bugs me all the time because like, it doesn't even flow. I know. It doesn't even flow. When I thought about it, I was like, yeah, that's going to work. And then when, as soon as it came out, I was like, fuck, didn't work. They were, but we're sticking like, with it. I feel like Brian on stage when he tells a new joke. Like, what about like, oh. this? What about this? <laughs> love it. The Senators. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's really better. good. That's really that's good. That's much better. See, this is what happens when you hire better. like a Jewish writer. Way, way better. Way Jewish, way better. So. It's like, oh, I thought you guys were Jewish. He's only half Jewish. Ah, you're fired. <laughs> um, yeah, Florida's a fucking mess. But they're, how? They're like, they're I don't know. Is Jocker still playing for him? This is like no. when Edmonton shit the bed last year. They're like, why are they so bad? And everyone's like, oh, obviously this. And then this year they're kind of good. It's like, oh, obviously they're good because of this. It's like, it's it's just baffling to me because. To be honest, I think Luongo is a pretty solid goalie. Still, still, like his stats don't show it, but I think this team's just a dumpster fire right now. I don't know why it's not meshing. Is there bad chemistry? Like no one really knows. But the only thing that was added was Hoffman. (laughs) So much, and like like, everyone's talking about how Barkov is like one of the top ten greatest players in the game, and I haven't really noticed that yet. Mm. And then you got guys like uh, Dadinov. And what's the other guy? Uh, I'm trying to, uh, Trocek. Trocek's out, though. He's, he's like injured right now. Ankle, he's right? unreal. Yeah, he's Holy got... Holy shit. Her, her, Herberno? Her, who, Huberdo. Huberdo. He's still one of those guys I've never like, really... I haven't been sold... It's like Dylan Strom. I haven't been yeah. sold on him yet. Yeah, 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 You know, like, I'm sure there's a good hockey player there. Okay, let's yeah. get in it. Who's singing the blues? Who's what? Ooh. Who's singing the blues? Bortuzzo was punching the blues out of one guy and that making a guy black and blue. I, I was, I was, uh, I honestly was like, who is he hitting? I was looking, I was like, who is he hitting? Who is he hitting? And I was like, because whoever tell. he's hitting clearly doesn't want to fight back. Like, he's clearly just like trying to hold him. I'm like, so angry this right now. I just want to hit somebody. Yeah, and he's just like getting the shit kicked out of him by his teammate. Yeah. I'm just like, this Not is great bad. Punches but, but the thing is, is that normally when you see practice, because fights happen right. in practice all the time. Like, anyone that's played sports at a high level tell you times that they've or won fights level. in practice. We had our, our, oh, our yeah. hockey team fight each other. Yeah, yeah. there there <coughs> has been a lot of times where players have fought each other in practice, though. Like, yeah. uh, who was it? Martin Lapointe and somebody else at a Chicago Blackhawks game. Uh, uh, practice, sorry. Uh, back when Chicago was shitty, like before yeah. the lockout. 
that happened. Like back when Theron Fleury was on the team, that's what I, that's how far back wow. I'm going. Wow. So maybe that's why I think Theron Fleury is like, it's like so snorted someone's coke, and then all of a sudden it's like, who snorted my coke? Somebody else, and they start fighting each other. And Theron Fleury's like, uh, I don't know who fucking snorted your coke. <laughs> I played him and Belfort hanging out. Like, oh, oh. oh yeah, the eagle just fucking snorting everything. I'm the eagle. <laughs> it was sorry. that that wound just reminded me. Did you see Ric Flair at the Hamilton Tiger Cats game? Oh my god! What the fuck? Did he just go around? Is like I'll woo at your event if that's you pay exactly, me ten grand. That's yeah. exactly what he did. Yeah, honestly, I, I I get updates whenever Ric Flair's in the news, and he <laughs> of course he every of course. week is like he's supporting Georgia Tech. He's supporting the Longhorns. He's like he must have a jersey of every fucking team. That would be yeah. the worst thing in the world, honestly. He looks fucking old, yeah. too. Jake yeah. the Snake almost looks better than him. Yeah, and that's, that's saying a lot. Yeah. But uh, that's what happens when you drink, uh, like, 13 drinks, like, 13 alcoholic drinks a day for your entire fucking Fuck, life. Fuck, I'm in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to get you, Brick Flair, I'm going to be your stunt double. <laughs> St. Louis uh, is a mess. I don't... What? Why? Why? I don't understand it. Like this people make a bigger deal from. about players fighting the in coach. practice than they than they should. Yeah, like they, they, they fired the coach right off the like not right off the bat, but Mike Yo, he's he's a good coach. He coached Minnesota, yeah. and they were quite good. Yeah, um, I but agree. They, obviously, that wasn't working for him. There must be some kind of dynamic that's not going on right now. Like, there's got to be some kind of clash of minds. But you got Braden Shen. Like last year, they were fucking fire at the start of the season. Yeah, they were uh, Braden Shen. Uh, Jake Allen was kicking ass. But he's always been month to month to month yeah. to month. Like, yeah. It's so it's weird. Because like, honestly, like I, and again, I had him in my hockey, uh, my, my fantasy pool, and if he was doing very well. Thirty bingo. That is another one for Aaron. Yeah, no, all the time. <laughs> uh, we, we'll need to figure this out one day. Yeah, um, yeah. Like he's he, he's he's good. He's a good goalie. He's a good goalie. But he's very inconsistent, which is yeah. bad when it's month to month. Not even game to game, but month to month. And, so it's like, what do you do? It's like, all right, you played hot this month. Now we're just going to bench you. And then we have Brian Elliott or Yara yeah. Halak or Carter Hutton or Chad Johnson backstopping you. Yeah, that was all fine when they had he a decent waivers. When they had a decent goaltender that they could just throw in for like a week or two when he was playing. Yeah. When Allen was playing like shit. Yeah. But uh, that's not happening anymore. Goalie by committee is tough to pull off. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, because goalies are so hot and cool. Like you don't want to fuck with that flow. Well, some of them are like you, then you got some reliable guys like <laughs> the King like, uh, Heinrich Lundqvist. Like he he's a reliable guy. Do you think? Do you think the I Rangers would... the Rangers offload him? No, no. Yeah, he's he's already he's already stated that he wants to stay. He he doesn't want to trade. It's just like Sedin. Uh, Good luck the getting someone to take that contract. Oh, that's a fucking massive. Well, you know what? Arizona would take that contract. <laughs> like they take in every other yeah. Yeah. Datsuk. Pronger, oh, Mark Savard went to Florida. That's right. Fucking um, who else? Ethan Horton's still in the boat. Marion Hosa went to uh, Arizona. So like Arizona's got a pretty fucking good team. If we go back to like 2008 yeah. NHL EA Sports, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I don't know. Like I, I want to see St. Louis do well. Like I like a lot of players on those teams. Uh, on, on that team, Alex Petrangelo, uh, Colton Preco, uh, that young guy Vince Dunn. Like a lot of those guys look fucking sharp and like. They have so many young cats too, like uh, Robbie Fabry. If he could stay healthy, um, what's the other guys? That uh, Jaden Schwartz, who always gets oh, injured yeah, every yeah, year. Yeah, Jaden yeah. Schwartz looks good when he's healthy. Yeah, no, totally. And then you also have uh, young guys too. Um, what was his name there? I really wanted to pick him up in my fantasy pool. <laughs> uh, there's Robert Thomas, who's coming up. Uh, the Steve Steve Thomas's uh, son Stumps there. Oh yeah, yeah. And then you had. Um, 
oh god, it's gonna bug me what his name was, but he's he was kind of on the trading block last year, and I was really hoping that if we traded Patrick Maroon, who's also on the St. Louis Blues, who's also a really good hockey player, or not really good, but you know, like mid mid six there for sure. Um, he, I was hoping that we'd pick him up and then he'd come back over. I want to say his name starts with a K, probably not. But uh, so back on theme for a second. While you do that, is it safe to say that Ryan O'Reilly ruins teams? That could be a that thing. One hundred percent. Yeah, I could. I could believe yeah. it. Which is hard to believe because he just looks like a guy who just wants to win. Yeah. 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 At what cost? Well, he's though? such a good <laughs> hockey player. Well, he did win like he did win the World Cup of uh, hockey with Canada, did he not? It's like a third or fourth line center. But. Yeah, yeah, he didn't play. <laughs> I was like, I don't know, man. I look at this, and I'm like, you know, you got Bozak. Bozak doesn't mean anything to the locker room at all. He's not no. causing drama. No, let's he, be honest. He's just happy to be, have stuff a job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, Steen's not causing drama. No, Steen's calmed down. Bozak's calmed He's down. He's become furniture now. Steen's been there for so long. David yeah. Perron has been back there, I don't know, four times. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, David Perron. Oh, I just go back to St. Louis, and they get traded, and I go back to St. Louis. Yeah, he's got Jordan Cairo. Jordan Cairo. I was really hoping we'd pick him up because he's so fucking fast. They almost compared his speed to McConnick Davis style, and he can he can be a finisher or a passer. <laughs> so I was like, oh, maybe it'd be very interesting to put him along McDavid if we could trade Maroon for him straight across. But yeah. that didn't happen. Uh, yeah, like, they have so many freaking players. I'm going through their roster right now. Um, you know, Edmondson, uh, who's a really good defensive defenseman. Even, yeah. uh, Ivan Bar- uh, Barbashev, centerman. Carl Gunnarsson, defenseman. Uh, like, oh, Chipo Mister. Jaybo Meister. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's he's solid. That's for sure. Uh, Schmaltz. Like, there's so many guys on that team that are not like no name guys, and that have been somewhere at some point. Um, Does it not feel like Jaybo Meister has been in the NHL for in the NHL totally. for like? He, I I just looked at his age because I was like, he's got to be like 45 now, and he's only 35 years old. I'm like, how? (laughs) Why is that happening? It seemed like he played 20 seasons for the Florida Panthers when they never got in the playoffs, and then he got traded to go to another team to get in the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. Because he he went to Calgary right after. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want to say he went to Calgary. He might have played for like some other division team, like Colorado or some shit too. Yeah, he kind of bounced around. I wanted to bring up. Uh, actually, no. Go go somewhere else. I want to get this. Okay. Gr- I want to get this. Um, the, this okay, uh, so female analyst's name first. I, I forgot this, but I think this is kind of interesting. As bad as we all thought Ottawa was going to be, they're pretty good. They're like they're, they're, they're better than I thought they'd yeah, be. They're better than uh, I thought for sure they'd be battling place. the Kings. Yeah, <laughs> and then the other thing, which I don't know if this is like hot hot take or anything like that, but Arizona isn't like traditional Arizona. Like, they're quietly being a little bit better than usual. Like, listen, they're not doing great. They're 25th in the league. Yeah, MJ Ranta has not been as as hot as he was um, uh, the second half of the season last year. But, I mean, if they catch fire, they can, they're not going to get the playoffs, but they can play spoiler for a lot of ranked teams. Oh, totally, and they have done that. That's, that's what Arizona does, baby. It's like, <laughs> that's how we do. That's how we, we do. We got zoned last night. We got zoned. Yeah. It's like Ranta's hurt right now. Yes, he is, yeah. Yeah. It was like, they have an interesting team. It's just like, I never think that they'll ever put it together. Like, yeah. it just, I, they're one of those teams that you just, when you see an organization fail for so long, it's like the Cleveland Browns. Like, you just totally. get a feeling like they're never going to be able to make it okay, happen. Okay, so does Arizona ever move? Or do they always? They, they have to move. Eventually, they have to move. There'll just be too much, uh, f- like, flack coming from the rest of the league. But this is the thing, is that they won't, you can't move them. To, like, there was so much talk about, like, moving them to Seattle. No. You need to get balanced in the league where you have another Western team come in. Yeah. So the only way they move 
is if you move them to the east and then you move an eastern team to the west. Like, so say them and Carolina switched, right. but they went to different locations. So let's just say hypothetically, if my dream came true, um, or you just move them somewhere else in the, in the league. So say Carolina moved to Quebec City, right. which should happen. Quebec City, Hamilton, Markham, whatever. Right, whatever like yeah. somewhere around there. Hartford. Yeah. Hartford dream. <laughs> hopefully, back to Hartford. Hopefully Quebec City or Hamilton first, but maybe yeah. Hartford would be cool. Um, and then you take the Coyotes, and my dream would be Saskatchewan. I would love to see Saskatoon get a team. And I think you guys were talking about this a little bit while, a little while ago, or maybe somebody else. Um, the Sastel Center has more seating than the MTS Center in Winnipeg. You guys were talking about that last podcast for sure. And there is about 14,000 seating, I believe. And if you want to pack it, like during the whiteout last year. Right. Nowadays, if... And I want to say something about the whiteout. I think I've ever said this too, but the whiteout doesn't make sense nowadays because the white was the home team color. Right. When totally. back in the day, but now yeah. you wear the dark jersey when you're home, so it doesn't make sense. Anyway, I still love it. Um, if Saskatchewan got the team, they would have over a thousand more uh, uh, plus seats than the MTS Center in Winnipeg. They don't have the population like Winnipeg, but if you look at CFL and the numbers they bring in, yeah, it's unfathomable how. Uh, loyal those and passionate, passionate. Yeah. you trade everything for Ryan Getzlaff you've come bring him back home <laughs> and for a yeah. province that I think per capita for a province in Canada has the most NHL players is it? I think that's true per capita man. I, I, I heard I saw that on a CBC like some kind of Tim Hortons yeah, or yeah, some yeah. kind of Canadian company commercial and they're like pumping it up like oh it's Saskatchewan I'm like yeah yeah Saskatchewan whatever because I always thought it was I always thought per capita was Alberta but that might have just been like Edmonton area mm. per capita and then BC, and then you have Ontario, right. and then Quebec, and all that kind of stuff. Are so you're you, not really is it sure. all time, or is it like in recent years? Uh, active players yeah. right now. Okay, in, that's what it is in the yeah. NHL. So, okay, so uh, it's debatable, right? One, one topic that I want to bring up. You mentioned it is like the Seattle expansion that got announced. Yes. Okay. So I'm pumped about that. I will actually cheer this team over Vegas because I hate <laughs> the idea of Vegas hockey. I also i I agree. I hate the Vegas idea, although they seem to be somewhat getting it right. Even though the team's not that great, they're still doing they're still doing well for attendance. But so let's say like so if there if there's another West team, does that not balance out the conferences? Well, that's what Seattle's supposed to do is battle out ba- balance out the conferences, right? But then when Arizona moves, how is that going to change right. if they move to East? I think that you could easily flip Detroit to the Western Conference. Again? When I look at a map, like I'm just like Detroit, like. Really, they're closer to a lot of the Western Conference teams than, like... No, they're five hours away from Toronto. Okay. They're also, like, what, four hours from Chicago? Right. Chicago's another one. <laughs> like, Chicago's Midwest, I get it. So, I don't know. I don't yeah. Know. I'm like, Detroit's practically Midwest. Like, if you look at where it lines up. Like, I get... It kind of sits right in the middle. So, that's right. always going to be that team that the NHL that, can that flip swings, one way or the yeah. other, right? But... Yeah, I don't know. Other than that, I look at all the teams and like all the Eastern teams are pretty far east, but, right? Like, we're looking at like um, so Winnipeg, um, Vegas, and now Seattle, like the three most recent teams. Winnipeg, Winnipeg is a recent team. They would, they, I wouldn't. I, I think you're talking about recent teams. They are, are not a expansion team, though. Right, right. they got right. moved. They got moved. Well, no, I'm saying like the noise that's happened is like yeah. so. The, we lost Atlanta in the East. They moved to Winnipeg, yeah. right? So yeah. there's a one team. For, there's another notch for the West. Yeah. Vegas, another notch for the West. Now Seattle, another notch for the we West. We need to get the notches in the West big time because there's so much. There's so much well, more. I guess, I guess there was all these that. teams are crossing over to the because East because they're in Eastern time zones. So you have Nashville that 
should be in the east, but they're in the west for whatever reason. I'm not sure if the time zone thing curves into Tennessee, but it makes sense to have them in the east. That that was my idea, but they Detroit Detroit Red Wings were right. always promised because they got pushed to the west that they would be able to go back east. Once and there was a, a realignment possibility, they were promised also, that. Um, but I loved the Detroit in the West because they had that fucking rivalry with Colorado. Know, that, was that was so that fucking was sweet. Crazy. Yeah, but and, and then, like their in, rivalry with Dallas. Like Detroit always had good rivalries. Or Minnesota or, or Chicago. Chicago, yeah. and, Chicago and Detroit had a great rivalry. And didn't Col- yeah. Columbus jump, right? Because weren't they in the West at one point? They were, and that's yeah. the other team that okay, jumped. So that's, over. So that's okay. why yeah. all these Western gotcha, teams are going to Columbus because these other guys want Detroit. They all want to realign. They want to get back to their time zone so their own hometowns uh, or home areas can watch watching, these yeah, games. It'd be like if all of a sudden Toronto was central time. Yeah. You know, yeah. Or, or, Edmonton, makes sense. or Edmonton was eastern standard time. Everyone would be like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it, it, actually everyone in Edmonton would be pretty pumped because it's like, hey, right on, we can watch, watch this game at 5 o'clock and the game's actually at 8 o'clock right now, so no, that's I know so what's true. going on. But uh, it, you gotta watch those time zones, so you're, you're, you're cause your your main thing is to get people in the building. If you can't get people in the building, you want them to watch the TV, and if, you know. So you gotta have a good time for people to watch the TV. How many times do you, are you able to watch an Oilers game? Oh, or a Western hockey game? Almost never. Yeah, unless the Leafs are playing there. Yeah, yeah, and that's the big thing with like you always hear that of like there's a Newfoundland uh, NHL player. You know, the family's like, oh, we don't really get to see him too much. Like Ryan Clough when he plays for San Jose. We don't get to see him play too much. Or, <laughs> oh, jeez, fuck, we can't, don't get to see him, see him play too much there in fucking San Jose. So hopefully one day he can maybe go out east there. That would be pretty fucking sweet. And then he goes out to New Jersey. And then it's like, oh, Jesus, fuck, he's out in New Jersey. So we can see him. You know, we're only a half hour difference now. So it's not so bad. But, uh, did he also, like, he, got, he signed with the Leafs, but he played only with the Marlies? Clough? Ryan Clo? No, I no. Mm-hmm. I don't think Clo. Clune? Clune. Clune. Richard Clune, maybe? Because I think Clune played for L.A. or something like that. Yeah. Uh, right. it, it, it doesn't anyway. sound terrible that hey. Toronto might take a stab at somebody like that. Who, who did they just sign? Uh, some journeyman. Um, William Nylander? Uh, the other, the other <laughs> one. <laughs> no, he's not going to play for the Leafs. He's playing for the Marlies. Like 40 years old. Oh, that's cool. Um, Good for him. Good for him. Good for him. That's awesome. I love hearing that kind of stuff. Okay, boys, let's wrap this sucker off. What other points we got? I got one more. I just have a rant, and I saw this when I was in Europe. Um, So I was scrolling through Instagram, and I saw these two girls in there, uh, or two women, and they're talking on podcast. <laughs> Brian gave me these eyes, and uh, one of the you listen one of, to women. One of the well, women was to? well. It was a Leafs thing, right? Uh, and it was it was rolling around Matthews. So it was the injury prone debate. And this is Tara Sloan. So she's on hometown hockey. She's right, opposite yeah. Ron, Ron McLean. So I really respect her. Like I, I love how they do hometown hockey. But she was getting really mad. I'm not sure if she's defending Austin Matthews and his young career. Pardon me. Or if she's just upset with the term injury prone. Because there's that debate right now. Is Austin Matthews injury prone? I'm here not to say if Austin Matthews is injury prone or not. I'm here to say, yes, players can be injury prone. So she was arguing that hockey players aren't injury or all hockey players are injury prone. That was her argument. That's I, bullshit. I believe. I, I want, Biologically, I, I wish, that's bullshit. I wish I could look up the uh, what what her uh, her rant was. And she was she was heated, man. She was just spitting like fire, like fucking uh, Bowser in, <laughs> in the old Mario, um, or 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 Dal- from uh, Street Fighter. <laughs> Yoga fire, old flame. Um, 
And I like she's so she's like these guys are traveling like 100 miles per no, well not 100 mm. miles per hour but like 50 60 miles per hour on the ice they're climbing with each other all this equipment you know pucks flying around their head all that kind of stuff of course they're all injury prone and my argument is well yeah they're all po- they're, they're, it's not they're not injury prone they are they have a possibility they're at risk. Be, they have a possibility to be injured like any athlete does very yeah. true 100 percent true that's that's sport that is most sports but. Mm-hmm. If you are injury prone, that means that you are prone to injury. You are more common to get injured. If somebody drinks alcohol a lot and has a vehicle and they drive it, they are more prone to get pulled over and probably get a DUI than somebody that doesn't drink alcohol and drives. Yeah. You are you are ticket prone then. You are going to jail prone. If you, if you do drugs and you get in trouble, you are... In tra- prone to get into yeah. trouble. I think I think the car thing is a perfect example, right? Like if you're dri- if you're just normally driving a car, yeah, you're at risk for an accident. Yes, right. But you're definitely prone to it if you're drinking. Yeah, right. Hundred like, percent. Thank so, you. Thank you. Yeah, and there's I'm a difference. Right now, so there, I'm there's not a driving. difference between at risk and Plus. prone, right? Like, and biologically, like there's inflammation markers in your blood, and if you have higher inflammation markers, or if you've been, then you're at a higher likelihood to get injured, or if you've been injured before. Yeah. Like okay, so like we we talked about it before, Jesse Lumsden. And I and I love Justin, Poor guy. but he was injury prone, and he Rip. got so mad whenever <laughs> anybody brought up to Jesse for listening. I love doing an interview with you, and I promise I won't bring it up. But <laughs> I will. He was what injury prone. He was one of the best running backs in the CFL at his time. Yeah. He would average over ten yards a carry throughout good? his entire season. Is that good? That's amazing. That's well, that's, that's a, uh, 10 yards is a first down. Right. So if you can give it to your running back and he gets a first down every time, that's amazing. That's huge. That'd be like if you had a shooting percentage like William Carlson last year. You know, if you had a 20% shooting percentage or a 30% shooting pr- percentage, they give that guy the fucking puck, man, as much as possible. Let's go. And that was a consistent shooting percentage? Totally. So if he had two or three years of getting around 10 yards per carry to get a first down every time... That's huge. Yeah, that's amazing. That's be, amazing. Yeah. So XFL twenty twenty beauty. And so you look at certain players in the NHL, are they injury prone? You know, um, Jaden Schwartz, yes, hundred percent, yes. Evgeny Malkin, you know, Brian Smith will be the first one to tell you, yes, yes, hundred percent, hundred percent. You know, and then certain thro- certain points throughout their career. So Joe, Th- Joe Thornton is a bit older now. He's getting long in the tooth and long in the beard. Uh, actually, he did shave it there, so it's not so long before. <laughs> but he he will be more injury prone as he gets older. Right. Because you're going to push your body to certain limits that you can't go anymore. Or you're going to do things that you think you can do and you can't do anymore. Which is what injured people do. I know many people in the firefighting industry that would get injured and then rush themselves to get back because they want to for many reasons, whether it's money or it's just pride or they just feel that they have to provide their, you know, their service. They will rush before they are completely healed and hurt themselves. I tore my meniscus when I played, uh, when I was skiing in, in Austria many, many years ago. Did I get surgery? No, because I took my time. I didn't push myself. I didn't snowboard or ski for three years. And that fucking killed me. I wanted to fucking snowboard. I wanted to hit it. When I finally did go snowboarding, did I feel it? Oh, yeah, I did. And was I very shy to the sport again? Yes, I was. But 
I didn't need surgery and it doesn't bother me. Every now and then I feel a little bit of pressure on it when there's a high, like when there's a rain coming in or something like that. I feel like an old man. But uh, and Brian, you can, you can test the old man chalupa. <laughs> um, but this is the thing is that people can be more prone to injury than yes. other players. Look at Milan Lucic. The guy has missed three games in his like last, I don't know, seven years. Maybe you should miss more right now. Sorry, I love you, Lucic, but you need to fucking get some goals and points, bud. But like, there are some guys that are just Iron Man. Yeah. Patrick yeah. Marlowe, Iron yeah. Man. Andrew Cogliano. Yeah. He has not missed a game, besides that suspension, which was bullshit. <laughs> he has not missed a game in over 800 games. Is that how many games he has? That's nuts. I think it was 800. I remember, how many, I remember when he cracked into the league. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I totally remember that. Yeah. And, then oh, we, yeah. and then we and then we didn't resign him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we didn't resign him. You're gonna walk. Cool. All right. But Check there are guys. You cannot argue that there are guys that are more injury prone than the other ones. Yeah. And to argue that and say that there isn't is stupid. I'm sorry, Miss Sloan, but that is stupid to say. Agreed. I 100 percent agree. I agree. I hate women in hockey. Yeah. Except I hate Wickenheiser, yeah. Cass Campbell. Oh. And, and you know, no, I can't least. stand them. You can't stand. Them. No, <laughs> Brian Smith, racist and sexist man. Yes, yes. He's I'm sexist. pretty sure he's from the 1950s. There, there's no place for you, females. He's Ronald Reagan's the father. Are you a time traveler? <laughs> I'm telling you, there's Make no place sandwich. for females outside of the kitchen. Don Cherry's cousin. Do you have anything else you want to add? <laughs> Ooh. Um. Oh, I think uh, I think we pretty much killed everything with hockey that I have. Hockey Town lives. Oh, you yeah. can't kill everything, man. We'd probably still say, hang on here for another two or three hours. And I was like, maybe for you guys. I was like, I would eventually love to do a basketball podcast. Yes. We need but credit here for that me. one. And John. <laughs> John, does he like sports? I think he likes basketball. I, I don't know how much he follows it. Wow, he, man, he, plays, he plays 2K. He's black. He, <laughs> he likes basketball. Yeah. He has time with the Warriors in the game when we were living in uh, Jasper. I know that for a fact. If, if he has time in between filming his amateur porn and everything <laughs> else he has to do. Yeah, yeah. I told him I wouldn't fluff him. Um, I was like, no, John. Can I tell you how hard I laughed when he's like, how did, hard? did I miss the, cat, the cutoff line for being a firefighter when he asked you that yesterday? <laughs> yeah. I was like, John, that's where you're going to go? That's a question you're gonna fucking ask, dude. You're not gonna be a firefighter. Right, right after the, right after the amateur porn. No, like, no, seriously, he could, he could jump in wild and fire, firefighting, hundred percent. Like I've told him before, it's like, yeah, come on over. Like, but he's got a thing with bugs. Oh, <laughs> he's got a thing with bugs, which is not good if you're a firefighter because we got all kinds of fucking weird bugs coming at us. Like the soy beetles, they scare the shit out of me. They yeah. have like they have antennas that are like as long as my pinky, yeah. and their body is like. The size of my thumb. Pass, pass, so it's pass. really creepy looking. Yes. Um, and those guys fly right at you. It's like, like, oh, Jesus Christ. And you get out of the way. Um, yeah, then we got some other things we call stump fuckers. I forget their Latin name. <laughs> but what they do is they, it's like a giant kind of hornet wasp looking thing. They don't really stab humans that often. You have to piss them off a lot for that to happen. But they go to a stump and they just... Um, put their stinger in there and they inject the eggs so then they when they uh, come out they can do their thing right so that's why you know every, all these fascinating firefighters call them stump fuckers um, but yeah like he, I could see John definitely jumping into firefighting but with the bugs and the cutoff date obviously that's yeah. the biggest one like John you just stay here and cook dinner okay just no here. like I man like I, I, I implore anybody or you know, it, it, you know encourage anyone to uh, you know, jump into wildland firefighting, whether it's Ontario, Alberta, 
um, BC, whatever, like check it out or wherever you're from. Like if you have firefighting, wildland firefighting in your area, it's a really good launching um, pad for a career in many, many things and being a government job in, in a lot of places. But you just need to make sure you do your research. You talk to your buddies if you've ever, if you have any friends that have done that kind of stuff, and you figure out what you want to do exactly. Because if you want to be a firefighter but you don't want to go on helicopters, that could be bad. Uh, maybe an engine crew would be better for wildland firefighting. Um, if you like planes and you want to hang out there but you don't really don't want to go out in the woods, then I would say go to Tanker Base. Uh, if you like hanging out at camp, maybe be a camp boss. So there's different jobs for different, you know, different strokes for different folks. That's right. But uh, don't. Uh, for number one, talk talk to me in the summer about applying for fi- firefighting because if you talk to me in the fall, chances are you're coming really close to the end date or you've already missed the so end date. So at the end of the year is not a good time to ask? No. Okay. No, that's bad. Uh, for anything else, yeah, there are those things, but um, yeah, that's a that. fucking stump fucker right there. Yeah. No, fuck I've, that shit. I've, I've seen them bigger too. Do you All see right. that? Look, look up Sawyer Beetle now. Oh my God. For the Not After 30 podcast, <laughs> this is Hockey Town. And creating nightmares. No, that's not it. Thank you. That, those Ryan are also Smith. the fire line. Those Thank are on the you, fire Aaron line. Chalupa. This is Anthony Alhefe saying, go fuck yourselves and go Leafs go. Go Oilers. Anthony's going to pass out. Go Habs. Sure.